Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. interview is with Jonas Gulbrandsson and we talk about his new film Valley of Shadows. Typically this is not the type of film that would probably draw me in. It's a delightfully creepy quote Scandinavian gothic fable. It's uh, something that uh, reminded me a lot of some of the fairy tales I read and was uh, I guess were read to me as a kid. Uh, It's a stunningly beautiful film, uh, gorgeous cinematography and as the phrase says uh, from the Toronto International Film Festival Festival, delightfully creepy. I think you're going to be engaged not only in the film, but you're going to be drawn in by the conversation. Jonas and I talk a lot about Freud. We talk about the subconscious wish and about realism and how ambiguity is important. And and for Jonas, uh, questions are far more important than the answers. And how this is um, this is really a coming of age film. Uh, and, and there's a, a sense in which uh, Jonas talks about how, how he likes Dickens. Uh, Dickens's characters in in his storytelling and that cognitive dissonance uh, that seems to exist, and we talk about fatalism and 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 how art and intellectualism and and spirituality are are usually, if not always, in conflict. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy this uh, film and uh, conversation coming right up. The film's called Valley of Shadows. Don't forget DavidPeckLive.com for more information about my speaking and my writing. FaceToFaceLive.ca for interviews about social change and about things that, uh, well, matter, uh, certainly matter to me, and I'm hoping matter more and more to a, a new audience out there for face-to-face. And also rabble.ca as well uh, for uh, podcasting, writing, uh, blogging, uh, news reporting around issues that matter. Coming right up, Jonas Gulbrandsson and his new film, Valley of Shadows. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by another very special guest today here at the Toronto International Film Festival. I think it's day one and a half. We're, we're, we're day two, Friday, and Jonas Gulbranson is here today to talk about his new film, Valley of Shadows, uh, the world premiere here at the festival. Jonas, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for uh, having me. It's, uh, it's nice. Uh, it's, uh, it's a big day. 
It is a big day, and, yeah. it pre and the film premieres tonight. Yeah, it premieres tonight, 9.45. So, so how, how are you feeling about that right now? Let's get that out of the way. Uh, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. It's, I'm, I'm happy it's finished. It's been a long ride, long journey. Uh, so it's really nice to be able to send it off and, and uh, let it live its life by its own. Live its life on its own. On its own. It's, yeah. That's pretty interesting. I want to. I want to get. I want to come back to that because I think that's pretty interesting. I want to talk a little bit about that, the, the 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 storytelling and the crafting of it and where the idea comes from and then how it develops and how it develops even differently. Yeah. Than you imagined. Yeah. You know, uh, have you have you have you sat down and actually watched it from beginning to end? Too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Is that looking for that last little tweak? Oh yeah, yeah. We've been tweaking, but it's been so many different phases from color to music to everything. It's like it's it was a big uh, it was a big work, and, and I, I reached high, you know, when it comes to craft and everything. It was uh, it was very demanding, and it, it, it so uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of tweaking and a lot of work and a lot of small details that had to come in place. And yeah. Well, it's it's a meticulously crafted film, and it's it's a beautiful film. It's thank gorgeous you, to you. look at. The cinematography is absolutely stunning the contrast the lighting it's just it's absolutely gorgeous and, and congratulations thank you very much thank you very much <laughs> and, and welcome to Toronto it's yeah. uh, uh, I love the fantasy like nature of it I love the mm. mystery I love the wonder I love this uh, story, way of storytelling through the eyes of, uh, of us I mean you're establishing shot we're in a boy's room yeah We've got colored crayon drawings on the mm -hmm. wall. I mean, I have a son who's 12 and a yeah. daughter who's nine. I've, I've, I've lived that, most parents have. Um, is that coming from, kind of from your childhood, to yeah. some degree? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, the, the room is a special place. You know, it's where you feel safe as a child. And, and, and I thought it was the really perfect moment to how to establish the film as well somehow, because it's kind of like, it gives associations to, to to kind of peacefulness and safeness, I would say, the, the boys' room and the toys and everything. It's like also where a lot of things starts in life. It's where you spend your space, time and space, like that place. It's very, I think it's uh, an important space for, for everybody to remember, remember the first room somehow, I think. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I can, I can remember uh, posters on the wall. Yeah. Uh, which which kind of play actually a significant role yeah. in this film. Yeah. Even posters on the wall, yeah. pictures on the wall, yeah. crayons, toys, uh, puzzles, and, yeah. and I remember a sticker yeah. on, on you know. So so it, it's it's almost like an imprint. Yeah. I mean, in, in a way, memories. Yeah. I suppose. Exactly. How how does how how is memory uh, for you sort of um, making an impact in in the way that you've you've told this story? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I could start with saying that Freud said that dreams are subconscious wish, and that's kind nice. of like, that's kind of like the the basic thing that he started out from, and 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 you know a small sm small boy which which is starting to discover the world, and 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 uh, all sometimes you f you think you remember somebody, but you don't really know if you met him or this kind of thing as well. You kind of right. yeah. And this is kind of, I don't want to go too much further on yes, that, but that's yeah. kind of like... Yeah, we don't our, want to give too much yeah, away. Yeah, that's yeah. very important for, for kind of the, the idea also of the film. Like when you're, when you're a child, you have memories, but you don't know if when you're older, if some of those memories are created or if they're sometimes actually happen sometimes, you know, and, and I'm very fascinated by those Well, things. it is interesting, you know, when you tell stories as a family, I've found they kind of grow. The yeah. legend sort of grows every time they're told. Yeah. And I remember as a kid uh, hearing, and I've said it to our kids, oh yeah, I don't know that you guys actually remember that. I think you're telling something yeah. about a photo that you exactly. saw. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Which is really interesting, yeah. right? So how does that, how does that affect how we actually 
you know, live and move and, and build community with yeah. others. It's kind of interesting, right? It's also the kind of a wish that you want. You, you want you, you, like, I didn't meet my grandfather, but I wish I met him. Right. And I have pictures of him, and I kind of feel that I met him somehow, but I don't. And that's kind of like a subconscious thing, I guess, as well. Like, I hear so many stories. So those things have always been, yeah, very... It's such a, yeah. it's, it's such a beautiful film. And, and the, the colors and the contrast, and there, there's this sense of dread for me as well. It's a real, real kind of paradox, because I'm with this young boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm alongside. That's good. You know, to to and and it's but 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 it was, you know what? Mis the mystery and the wonder of it, I think, is what for me uh, drew me in that magical sort of world that he mm -hmm. was living in, even though it was very harsh and stark and, yeah. and 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 very real. It seemed. Yeah, that's a very important thing to say with realism because I didn't want the film to be a magical, realistic piece. Because ambigu ambiguity is very important for me. That's how I say mm. in English. Ambiguity. Yeah, ambiguity. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And ambiguity is kind of a key word as well for do you me mean, always. Do you mean that as a Do you mean that as a person or as a filmmaker or both? Both, I would say. Yeah, very important because it's you know how how the world is. If you say for sure that something supernatural is here, for me it's you know the world is full of questions and we don't really know what's what you know. What's really here, and and and, and the questions are more, are more important than the answers always. So so uh, also yeah, going back to the ambiguity thing, like or the, the the magical realism. When you have a film, when you, you clearly say that something is 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 uh, existing in this world, some sort of supernatural, something fantastic really exists. It it takes away kind of the mystery for me. It's kind of it's too. You have to have ambiguity as as because the world is full of ambiguity. So well, isn't and isn't that what happens to us as as adults somewhere along the line? Yeah. And and that I think comes out in the film. But yeah. somewhere along the line, we lose that. That's also why I wanted that, to tell you that right? the, 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 the child's perspective is very important then because I, I, he's six years old and that's when. At that age, still are things a little bit blurry in some sort of sense, and 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 uh, that's very fascinating because it's something that is very important. I think when you're an adult as well, those kind of that openness, living in the moment. That sounds like a cliche, but it's, it, it's uh, very it is very true. I it think. sounds yeah. cliche, but it's so true, yeah. right? We get yeah. so. I mean, I'll, I, so so here's a really interesting thing. My son and I went to a concert recently, to a U2 concert, uh, and he's probably too young, really, to for the full experience. Yeah. But we get on the train, and it was like a party yeah. that was going on in the train. And yeah. I realized it was Friday night versus Friday morning. And Friday morning at 6.45 a.m., everybody's either sleeping on their laptops or listening to music and not interacting. And it was like just there was this spirit of play at night after work and, and no play before work. Does, do you know where I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah. And we get we get into these these patterns, these worldviews that shut everything the, that shut the mystery and the wonder and the relationship down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 isn't that how it is for all of us on some level? I, th I think so, and I think you know the, the you know as as we get into the, those routines and 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 also. We, we get stuck on some, some sort of point of views and we I think you always have to go further and, and start questioning yourself and, and or you know getting up on the left side of the bed instead of the right side of the bed in the morning <laughs> right. you know, nice, like, yeah, nice. Is, Aslak is that how you pronounce his yeah. name? So there's a great moment where Aslak goes he's gonna st he's standing too close to a big bonfire yeah and I think the adult there not yeah. his dad says don't get too close or you might catch fire yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so it's, it's it's something like that yeah like the the it's kind like don't of, experience the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right? always this, this thing that they warn us, you, as you've warned your kids about, or, or you know, and, and as you remember when you were a kid, when you always 
when you have that cliff and you want to discover it, how far you can go to it. And as you get older, you get more, I think, you know, when you have kids yourself, you get more skeptical, of course, of the world as well. Do you have kids? No, I don't, but I, I don't have time. My brother has, so I'm kind of like a... You're sort of on the... You're an uncle, then. Yeah, and I'm an uncle. So, so you so. under... Well, the way you shot that uh, that room, I think you understand children pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. having been one, right? It, it always <laughs> helps. Do you know what I love about, about his room? It's so cluttered. Yeah. And there's so much going on. And yet, on, on, on probably every level for Ashley, that is okay. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's a disconnectedness, and yet it all kind of makes sense to him. In, in, in its in its uh, in its simplicity, and its mystery and its beauty, I think that's uh, really really quite quite remarkable. Is this a metaphor for you about kind of walking into the dark wood? I mean, there's a couple of scenes shots where the the, the, the trees are dwarfing Ashlack. They're mm. just absolutely stunning. Is that is that me too? Is that me standing on the edge of the of the forest, wondering if I'm going to step in? I you know, fairy tales always have forest as kind of a yes. element in their mythology and you have stories like Hansel and Greta and these kind of things that I'm, I always like. There are you know universal stories with uh, like archetypal elements, this kind of you know I'm, I'm interested in like in writers like Bruno Bettelheim or these, these, these people who are you know they're going very analytical approach towards that, the fairy tales but they're always speaking about their coming of age stories you know and 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 uh, and uh, so the forest is a very important character in the film. I would say uh, it's it's a uh, it's a place where where Asla goes inside and and and, uh, and and is very kind of mesmerized by. But but it's also you know in, in fairy tales they are uh, they are you know s- s- symbolically used in some places where often kids get lost or, or, or meet somebody or, or things happen and are they able to get out of the forest or are they stuck in the forest for the rest of their of their life there's there's some sort of and that's kind of like a, a symbolic or a metaphorical level mm-hmm. it's, it's how mm-hmm. we get lost in life and somebody doesn't get out of the forest somebody always stay in the forest it's, well to it's me there's a there's a profound existential kind of yeah. thread uh, running throughout your film that that is a challenge I think a challenge to all of us yeah uh, to step out into the future, yeah. you know, to yeah. to actually uh, uh, make a choice and mm-hmm. walk head into our uh, yeah. uh, headlong into our freedom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At the risk of getting too philosophical, but I think any great film, any great story, does that anyway. Well, that's yeah. You're touching the some of the, the truth of the yeah of what I was what I was uh, searching nice. for and, and things. Like have so. you have you studied uh, French or German existentialism? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've some time ago though. So it's uh, but I read uh, you know here and there. I just try to keep updated sometimes. But it's you know uh, well even great children's literature to yeah. me is deeply existential. That's that's the thing. Way, that's right? the thing about about you know when especially fairy tales and those things are you know on uh, our existentialistic existentialistic uh, stories which are you know coming of age stories where are you if, if if kids for example very simply are if you're able to get away from your parents or if they are going to be you know. Uh, controlling the rest of your life, if you, that's kind of very important. Also, elements, you know, if you have uh, for this film, for example, you know, Aslak is living with his mother, and I don't remember the scene when he's walking to sleepover for the first time. Oh, to his to his friends. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting because it's like he's asking it's such a simple question, like, "Can I stay over at yes. at my friend's place tonight?" And she's kind of a little bit nervous. You don't know why she's nervous about it, but it's kind of like this moment when first time when you're setting your child free somehow. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's just walking 
from the one house to the other, but maybe it's the first time he's sleeping over there, you don't know, yeah. and this kind yeah. of thing. I got the sense that his friend was a bit of a troublemaker, maybe yeah, yeah. that's why mom doesn't want him with him, you know, bad influence. Yeah. But it's also about that moment if you know, if when you let your child go somewhere you're else for go. first and, and they're sleeping at some other person's place for one night and you're not, you know, and this kind of you know, and, and, and letting them, you know, it's the first step for, for a child when you're, as, as they get older, you get more and more separated somehow, and you, then they're able first, to, li to live by themselves, you know, and that's... First, first step out into the forest. Yeah, exactly, and not, yeah. not everybody is able to step away from their parents, they, yeah. you know, they get stuck yeah. there, and, and that's kind of also, you know, uh, in, in the Indian, for example, culture, you had this, this spider woman underneath the earth who ate their children, and it's kind of the same elements of... Right. of, of right. Of if you're getting eaten up by your parents if you're not able to, to get away from them and, and become your own person and become your own, you know, it's kind of... It's a beautiful scene, by the way, with the, with the spider under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really quite lovely and remarkable. And, it, and I actually, that's pretty early on in the film, right? I, I was worried. At that point, I didn't know where we were going. And it's a and real actually, spider, and it's a real spider. It's not an animated spider, <laughs> which is an important factor as well, because yeah. there's always now people are lazy and they put these kind of animated things in. So it's CGI spiders. CGI spiders. Yeah, you, right. could, you see yeah. it right away under movements if it's CGI. I don't like CGI in general, because it's, it's, it's... I don't like any spiders, by the way. Yeah, yeah no, no, period. that's the thing. Okay. I, was, I, I don't like it either, so, you know... <laughs> Directing a spider is, you know, wasn't that Directing a spider yeah. is, is without a doubt a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Is it about, is it about how much, I mean, maybe, maybe this is just a sort of riffing off the comment about mystery and wonder earlier, but for me, it's also very much about curiosity. What, what I find remarkable about, about this young boy is his willingness to walk straight into the unknown. Yeah. You know, yeah. uncertainty. I don't know what I'm going to find, but I'm going in anyway because this matters to me. Yeah. Uh, what's next matters to me. No, absolutely. He, uh, you know, he, as we spoke about the, the room opening scene when he's in his room and uh, the safety place and then suddenly the, his friend comes and wakes him up and say, hey, I got something to show you. And then he's, they go to this barn and they see something very, you know, disturbing. And that's kind of the, uh, you know, it's, it's the opening, but it's, it's when the naivety meets the kind of, you know, brutal aspects and, and some sort of new world opens up for the boy. And th that's also the moment when Aslak is like seeing like, oh, wow, there's something outside here in the world that I have to discover, or there's something that is, is you know, opening up for him somehow. And do, you think, do you think kids are more, are, are, are more at ease with uncertainty than, than adults? Um... For sure, sometimes, but I, if, yeah, in, uh, I can say like, I, yeah, but I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah. Just that that the the not knowing, right? I mean, don't we want to quantify everything? <laughs> don't don't I want to turn everything? Most it seems to me most of us want to turn everything into some sort of mathematical equation. Uh, we need a formula. Yeah, I think uh, we I need think a combination, you know, cognitive you know. dissonance and this kind of things yeah, in life yeah. are very you know. As we get older, we start you know we we just accept. Mm. things mm -hmm. more and 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 you know it's for me that is that's the scary part of society in general when we just accept things for what they are and you don't you know you stop questioning and stop you know you know demanding things and, and things I think that's very a big problem of society in general is, is how as we get older we we, we stop questioning and, and just start to accept and that's for me is very uh, a very dangerous thing as well I would say yeah. how, how much of, of what you see now in the film uh, is 
bubbling to the surface in a way that 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 you weren't intentional about for for instance you know lines in the film like I love the line in the film uh, one of the characters says I think Tash like says you have to be careful in the forest and then there's a pause and he says are, are you lost you well know? that's 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 and, an, that's an interesting thing because that's also another thing because that's that conversation is almost you know uh, uh, yeah we can go into the specifics yeah, of that sure, dialogue because sure, sure. it's like it's as he already it's like he knows he already knows he yes, already knows and yes, that's, that's yes. my one of my favorite things about that conversation because mm. it's like we as an audience us like it's just like I'm I like I like Dickens characters because they're like they're characters that are you know uh uh, they don't really have control over their own faith and they're just thrown around like mm. by some mm. some invisible hand and it's kind of like <laughs> a fatalistic moment like sure they're... sure sure and that was kind of also the thing when I wrote the script that I felt like Aslak is like even though he's he's uh, he's very he's questioning questioning reality and what's going on he's also kind of like being as a as a sense somewhere if it, by a force almost you can feel yeah and then he's meeting something something and and then and in that conversation, then these things comes out somehow like that. It's already like we feel that the questions that are coming, the person asking those questions already knows what's going on in the situation, even though Aslak doesn't know. So right. Aslak is kind of well. There's a wisdom. Yeah. There's a wisdom exactly. and a maturity there, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's really quite remarkable. Yeah. Quite, quite lovely. Uh, and I think it's in the same scene where you know, just and I, I couldn't help but smile at my own life because I don't sleep that well. Um, uh, just, just let it go and, and sleep now. Yeah. And that's when I went. Yeah. Profound existential mm. sort of questions yeah. being addressed in this in yeah. this film, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Risky stuff because it can be easily, you know, when you go that, you know, pompous out somehow. But I, somehow it's very down to earth in, in in some other way. So it worked very well, I think, that yeah. scene. And it was yeah. a risky scene to do. do but we, yeah. You know, in in that same scene, uh, and we don't want to give away too much yeah. detail, but. Do you think we go out of our way to avoid responsibility? And you probably know where I'm going with that based on the scene, but but uh, you know this idea that we avoid things that frighten us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, that's a very human, existential. It's easier, right? Yeah. It's just easier. I think it's so many things. We can, and I know you can take it to so many levels, so many things like. Borders, foreigners, all these things that are going in society now. Like what, what we don't understand, we just have to. And it's the easiest thing that's a, that you know governments play with us as well. You know, is, is to, to bring on those elements that what we don't really understand. They're trying to give some some stupid reasoning for it when there's you know and those things. So those that's kind of a, I think is a very uh, important. Human, how to say it? Uh, can you help me here? Human, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a, a import, uh, an important part of being fully human. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. I, it can almost say it like. Well, that. this is what I, I so love about not only the festival but just film in general. Our story, our great stories. Mm. Any great story you mentioned Dickens, and there's so many kid stories and so on, fables. It doesn't matter. They don't have to be true in order to point to truth. Mm. And I, I always love it when 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 people talk about documentary film. Well, you know, as as if they're truer. Yeah. Than a narrative piece, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think that's talk about cognitive dissonance. I think there's a real disconnect there, and I don't yeah. think that's a philosophical distinction. No. I think that sometimes the fictional uh, story can actually speak more truth than 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 some sort of newscast. Definitely, if, definitely. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you can go from that's the starting point of filmmaking. Lumiere and Melies when mm. they started with magicians, with, right? Yeah, with the yeah, train, yeah. observing the train, and then the, he had the one the, the the travel to the moon. You know, and that's where it all started. Right. Those kind right. of two sides, and and you can discuss up and down, and you have 
Bergman and you have Bo Wiederberg, which is like one is the vertical representation, one is the horizontal representation, and it's mm. also very connected to you know political elements. Absolutely, can, there are so yeah. many things yeah. we can go into yeah. now about how we deal with truth and reality. So you, st you started. We started the interview on Freud. Yeah. How much of would you say filmmaking is going on at a subconscious or unconscious or tacit level, implicitly? So you go back and you've you've watched the film over and over and over. Are you still seeing new new layers? Well, I always say that I try to always, I, you know, subconsciousness. Just don't think too much sometimes, and just <laughs> and just go for it. Right. You know, yeah, because which is kind of what the film is about in a way, isn't it? The story. Don't don't overthink it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I yeah, that's. Yeah, I haven't thought about it that that much, but in some sense, yeah. But I'm very, you know, I'm very, you know, art and and intellectual and and spirituality. They're they're in you know intellectualism and spirituality or art is has they're in they're in uh, they're in conflict very often. Right, right. Because uh, if you overthink things or get too stuck in some theory or something, it, it, it comes out as something that you are more like a thesis than a, you know, something true that just comes out of you, you know, organically yeah. somehow. Well, do you know yeah. what, do you know what I just had, this is why I think kids are yeah. um, more, more open, yeah, yeah. they understand in a, in a way that adults don't, yeah. that adults no longer, it's as if mm. some po at some point in our lives, whatever it is, whether it's this empirical uh, uh, the data, the the experience that we have, the pain, the misery, whatever it is, yeah. despair. We can't face it, so we we turn to mathematics. Second, learn information, in or, or, or just information and data, yeah. right? And but, we and we lose the the fantasy. Yeah, we leave the storytelling yeah. behind. We yeah. we want a true film. Yeah. we want a documentary. We want something that resolves. Yeah, and I think I wonder to what degree. And it's interesting that you start with Freud. I wonder to what degree our, our mental health is is has gone way sideways yeah. because we've avoided this mystery, this wonder, this curiosity, this mm. sense of, of, of childlike wonder. Yeah, and if you go to the old Vedas or the, you know, the, the Vedas, or the, if you go to, you know, all scriptures, books, stories, mythologies, and yeah. you look at today, they're all, you know, they're, they're, they look very, you know, uh, if, if you just go onto the, uh, into the depth and, 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 and uh, what they're trying to say, it's very universal and you can really find, you know, yourself, uh, uh, in them today, in, in in a very you know simple way, if you just go and see what they're talking about in some way, so it's it's you know even even though now we're now in 2017, a thousand years ago, they knew already a lot at that time that we're trying to figure out today in some sense because you know it's you know as you say, uh, uh, the old man's always how, what is this, uh, the saying of the, the old people? They say that uh, even though the more, more I learn, the less I know. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a line my uncle used to say: "What I know, what I know could fill a book. Uh, what I don't know could fill a library." Yeah. I think was his line. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I only heard that a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think that's the, the, what we're speaking my a lot about Bird. as well. And I think also you can look at that about all evolution Absolutely. in general. And, yeah, and, sure. And, and if you go very big on looking on it, actually. So, Do you know? I think it's, I'm I'm, lo I'm so loving this conversation and where it's going. But I think it was Einstein who said that something to the effect of that, like a five-year-old has a better understanding of the universe yeah. than a scientist, than exactly. a physicist who's okay. been studying it all their lives. Yeah, and that's a key point here. Right? Exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah. They, they, they indwell yeah. their lives yeah. in a way that those those folks on the train at 6.45 a.m. Yeah. who are doing their email don't, yeah. or yeah. don't, or no longer seem to be able to. Yeah. 
So are you hoping that we're going to get back to that? Is that what you're asking me to do as, uh, you know, as I watch oh, Valley I'm of not, Shadows? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't think so. I think, you know, everything in evolution comes. And I'm not this person who says that everything was better before anything right, like that. Right, no, no, right, no, not right. absolutely. I just yeah. think that you have to, you know, uh, you know, go, go and, you know, even over 2017 and, and all this is this uh, technical or, or mm. evolution mm -hmm. happening just you know you know when you go into nature and you, you just experience and feel you know uh, the presence of life in a very simple way that's you know that's something very true in that as well mm. I think you know that mm. we forget about you know what if you, if you living here and now, you know, it's, it's the cliche things, but I think it's really the, the most important things there is to really learn how to live in the moment and not, you know, to just go for the, the next step all the time. And I, I'm bad on it, but I'm trying to work on it myself as well, yeah. It's a, it's a perfect way to end the interview. I, uh, I, I so appreciate your time today and, and, and so loved your film. Congratulations thank you, thank and, you. and welcome to the festival. I, I, hope you, I hope you can enjoy it. I hope you're able to dive in. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> No, it's the next project, so you know. I'm There's always the next yeah, project, but I'm trying to, and we haven't know, even spoken about that, but yeah. maybe we'll leave that for another time. That, Thank you for, sure. for a wonderful conversation, talking today with uh, Jonas uh, Gulbranson and his uh, new film, Valley of Shadows, uh, world premiering here at the Toronto International Film Festival. Jonas, thanks, thanks for the film, thanks for your time. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.